in the order of worship. You've come to the part where it says sermon, and right beneath that there's an outline. Please follow that. It will help me to know that you're following along. You'll see the, the, uh, some of the truths I'll try to communicate, and uh, more importantly, the verses I'll try to explain. Today we've come to the fifth beatitude, blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Years ago, I told uh, my favorite story that uh, illustrates the difference between grace and mercy. I said, if, and actually it was a little boy who told the story first, that um, if you're speeding uh, down, the, down the road, you're speeding in your car and you get pulled over by a police officer and the police officer pulls you over and gives you a ticket, well, that's justice because you got what you deserved. But if you're speeding down the road and the police officer pulls you over and gives you a warning, does not give you a ticket, well, that's mercy because you were spared the bad thing that you deserved. But if the police officer pulls you over and gives you a Dunkin' Donut, well, then that's grace because that's something that you, <laughs> that you didn't, good that you didn't deserve. So, um, it's true that mercy is being spared the bad that we, that we deserve. But mercy is more than that. Mercy is kindness, excuse me, mercy is compassion toward those who are guilty and kindness toward those who are hurting. Mercy is compassion toward people that we would find guilty, people we know to be imperfect, flawed. Compassion when our first impulse is judgment. Compassion towards people that we might in our, in our <clears throat> maybe high and mighty attitude think that they don't deserve our compassion. And, and mercy is kindness, active, intentional kindness toward people who are hurting, people who are suffering. Mercy is compassion toward guilty people and kindness toward hurting people. Let's be clear near, here near the beginning what mercy is not. Mercy is not impunity. Impunity is, is, means no consequences. Impunity means there are no consequences for our bad decisions. Mercy is not impunity. Uh, mercy is not enabling. Enabling means to cover for, to make excuses for, sometimes to rescue people from the, the inevitable consequences of their bad decisions. Mercy is not enabling. Mercy is not permissiveness. Permissiveness says anything goes, it doesn't matter, we're all good. Mercy is not permissiveness. Mercy is compassion toward people who are flawed, imperfect, the, the guilty, if you will. And it is kindness toward people who are hurting and suffering. Now, Romans 12 lists mercy among the spiritual gifts so there's some who have a, a spiritual gift of mercy. By, by God's wiring, they are just naturally compassionate and kind. They naturally feel for people. They, they just naturally, because God made them that way, they, they feel people's pain and they, they're drawn to, to reach out and help them. And others of us have to work at that. We have more of the pull yourself up by your bootstraps mentality. We're not as gifted in that way, but all of us are called to be merciful. Remember, mercy is compassion toward the guilty and, and kindness toward the hurting. Let's break that down into two parts. Let's talk first about compassion toward the guilty, the, the, the imperfect, the flawed. 
Zechariah 7-9 reads, execute true judgment and show mercy and compassion. James 2.13 reads, mercy triumphs over judgment. Judgment and mercy then are held closely together. But in God's economy, in God's economy, there's both justice and mercy, but the scales tip toward mercy. In God's plan for humanity, there's both judgment and mercy, but God's scales tip toward mercy. Now, this is, this, this beatitude is not about the judicial system. It's not about the, the justice system or legal system. It's about our hearts. It's about your heart and mine. It's about our behavior toward those who are imperfect and flawed, the guilty. It's about our heart, our behavior toward those who are hurting and who are suffering. For example, when someone doesn't deserve your forgiveness, someone has hurt you, they've been unkind, unfairly critical, and nobody would say they deserve your your forgiveness, but you do the hard work it takes time and counseling maybe and a lot of, a lot of hard work, but you, but you forgive them. That's mercy. When someone sends you a critical email, they, they're, they're unduly harsh in their criticism of you, and you type, you can type that response back that's cutting, and you know it's going to cut them. But you take a deep breath, and you sit your laptop aside, and you go over here, and then you come back and you hit delete on that, don't even send it, that's, that's mercy. Or you're at Big Spring Park and it's a hot day, and you have deep convictions about biblical morality, and you believe uh, that, that marriage is between a man and a woman, and you, you have deep convictions about what you, you believe to be biblical morality, and then a, a young person comes by and it's waving a pride flag, a rainbow flag. And, and you reach into your cooler and you, you take him a, or her a, a bottle of water. Instead of giving him a lecture, you give him a bottle of water. That's, that's mercy. Or there's an old man who is estranged from his family because he, well, his kids won't have anything to do with him because of bad choices he made years and years ago. And it's his fault. You know it and he knows it. But you invite him to Thanksgiving dinner and you befriend him, you become his buddy because nobody else, he doesn't have family and he's lonely and you, well, that's mercy. Mercy is compassion toward the, the guilty, the innocent, uh, the, 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 the uh, flawed, the, the imperfect. Do mercy. Do mercy. Because one day you'll need Mercy. Jesus told a story about that in Matthew 18, said there was a king who looked down at his ledger and he realized there was a guy, uh, and we're going to call him Bill with apologies to all the Bills in the audience. We're going to call him Bill because he owed the, the king a bill. Just, and just to keep, make it simply, I'm going to call him Bill. And so Bill, uh, the king went down, looked down at his ledger, and Bill owes him a lot of money. So he calls Bill in, and he's mad. King is mad, and he said, you've had plenty of time, so I'm going to throw your family into prison until you pay your debts. But Bill gets on his knees and he cries. He, he pleads for the word mercy. And the king is moved and he says, uh, instead of just ex- extending his deadline, he says, don't worry about it, cancels the debt altogether. Bill leaves the 
palace as if he never owed a shekel, and he's whistling as he walks down the sidewalk, and then, he, and then Bill meets a man that owes him a little money. Now, Bill owed the king a lot of money, but he meets a man, Bill meets a man that owes him just a little bit of money, and he grabs him, and he starts to choke him, and he says, you got to pay me my money, and the guy pleads for mercy. But Bill is unmoved, and he throw, has him thrown into debtor's prison. Well, the king heard about it, heard about Bill, and he called Bill in, and he said, Jesus' words, he, the king puts wor- words in the king's mouth, shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? He was so mad the king was, he had Bill tossed into jail until he could make arrangements to repay everything he owed. James helps us understand that parable when in James 2 we read, judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful. Judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful. Now, that doesn't mean that, that I bargain with God. If you'll be, I'll be merciful to him if you'll be merciful to me. It's like, I saw someone illustrated, it's like open hands. So, if, I, if my hands are open to extend mercy to you, then I'm open to receive mercy from the Father. But if I'm closed-handed and if my heart is closed, my hands are closed so that I don't extend mercy to you, then I'm closed off so that I cannot receive mercy from God Himself. And so, it's, it's almost like Jesus said it like this, blessed are those who extend mercy so that they are open to receive mercy. Do mercy because one day you're going to need mercy. Do mercy because nobody gets up in the morning deciding to wreck their lives. Nobody got up and said, you know, I think I'll hurt myself and everybody around me today. Nobody ever decides, gets up and decides to hurt that. Do mercy because people don't intentionally just wreck their lives. Do mercy uh, because we'll never change the world with stones in our hands and sin in our hearts. Some of you were around seven years ago when we engaged in a church-wide conversation about sexuality. And on a Sunday morning, right before we, we had a, voted on a statement, I, I said, we'll never change the world with stones in our hands and sins in our hearts. Now, there's, we should speak up for what we believe to be biblical morality. We should stand for what is right, but, but there's a way to do that without being so demeaning to belittling to people and and we'll never change the world with stones in our hands and sins in our hearts nobody ever changed because a christian belittled them nobody ever changed because a christian demeaned them or dehumanized them we will never change the world with stones in our hands and sins in our hearts. So, do mercy because one day you'll need mercy. Do mercy because people don't get up just deciding to wreck their lives that day. Do mercy because we'll never change the world with stones in our, sins in our hearts and stones in our hands. And do mercy because we never know the whole story. I have a few pet peeves. And one of them is about drivers who drive slow in the left lane. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen. There's a law. There's a law against that. And I, I, don't, I don't like that, and I, they make me think unchristian thoughts when they <laughs> drive slow in the left lane. And I got another one. It's when I'm sitting at a red light, or a traffic light, and I'm, I'm not first in line, and the one who is first doesn't move immediately when the light turns green. Can I get another amen? amen. All right. So it happened to me, I was right over here on Joseph E. Lowry. I had left church, and 
I was, I was sitting there right by Chick-fil-A, and I was headed out onto Governor's Drive, and I was going to turn left there at Chick-fil-A and head home. And the uh, light was red, and the uh, light turned green, and the guy in front of me didn't move. And didn't move for an eternity, at least three seconds, he, he, didn't, <laughs> he didn't move. Well, I'm assuming he's on Facebook or, you know, he's daydreaming. By the way, did you read Friday in AL.com the story that Alabama is, is the bottom five when it comes to aggressive, no, what did it call, uh, what did it say, um, confrontational drivers, in, including honking at people that don't move at the traffic light. So I'm part of the problem. I am. So we, uh, apparently Alabama drivers are real confrontational, but this guy, this guy didn't move. Well, you know, um, there was only one thing to do, right? I honked at him. In Christian love, I, I honked at him. <laughs> he still didn't move. And then I heard it. And then I saw it. An ambulance came screaming down Governor's Drive, headed west, headed toward the parkway. He knew something I didn't know. If, we had, if he had pulled out and I had pulled out behind him, it would have been disastrous. See, I made a decision about a man. Uh, I assumed his motives. I assumed I knew his heart. I, I assumed I knew the circumstances when, in fact, I did not. I'm afraid that sometimes we make decisions about people without knowing their hearts Without, without knowing their motives, without knowing all the circumstances. Do mercy, because you never know the whole story. So, mercy is compassion toward the, the imperfect, the flawed, the, the guilty. By the way, I'd, I'd like to offer my sincere apology to that man in front of me there at the, uh, if he's watching or she by television, I sure am sorry about that. Mercy, though, is also kindness toward people who are hurting, and people who are suffering. The Bible talks about acts of mercy in Romans 12. And Jesus told a story about mercy, said a, a Jewish man was walking down the narrow, windy, dangerous road that descend, descends from Jerusalem to Jericho, and some thieves jumped him and beat him and stripped him and robbed him and left him. And then then a religious man, then a second religious man came by, walked by on the other side of the road, didn't bother to help the man lying in his own blood. And then, and then he said a Samaritan came. And that word Samaritan was important to the story because in those days, Samaritans and, and Jews, they shared a, a, a bad history. They had bad blood between them. They, they didn't like each other. And the Samaritan bound his wounds and took him to what is the equivalent to a and urgent care and paid for his treatment. Jesus concluded the story like this, which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. Mercy is active, intentional kindness toward people who are suffering, who are hurt, or in need. I'm fascinated by search and rescue teams. 
You know, I, I couldn't be a member of a search and rescue team. Obviously, I don't have the experience. I don't have the skill. And I might not have the mercy. Calvin Haddon is a member of our community. He's a member of the uh, Huntsville Fire Department's search and rescue, heavy rescued, search and rescue team. Tally Fanning introduced him to me, and Calvin and I had a great conversation. I said, Calvin, uh, sometimes when you go to rescue people, you know, you, you know good and well that they got themselves into that situation, irresponsible behavior, sometimes illegal behavior, people in places they ought not be doing what they ought not do, and they get in trouble, and 911 call comes in to Huntsville Fire Department, and Calvin and his team, they go out to, to rescue them. And, and I said uh, to him, uh, Calvin, what do, what do you think? What are you thinking when you jump into the truck and you're headed to those res one of those rescues and you know that they got themselves into that fix and you're about to risk your safety to go help them. When they got themselves in that fix, what do you think? To me, he said, it doesn't make a difference. Hmm. Judgmental folks don't join search and rescue teams. Judgmental folks sit at home, watch TV, and fuss about those who get themselves into trouble and say they don't deserve to be rescued. Merciful folks join search and rescue teams. Garrett pa Padgham, Garrett Padgham, I, I called him, um, I just Googled search and rescue in, in uh, Colorado, out up in the mountains. And my question to him was, uh, why do you go rescue knuckleheads? <laughs> Pastoral spirit, right? And why do you go rescue knuckleheads? And this is what Garrett Padgham said, word for word, I wrote it down. Why wouldn't I? Jesus did even more and died for my blatant disregard for the rules. Hard to argue with that, ain't it? So Jesus didn't die because I accidentally got myself in trouble. Jesus took upon himself my sins because I, I blatantly disregarded the rules. By nature and by choice, I am sinful. And so if you're, if you're looking for mercy, Jesus is the ultimate example of, of merciful Mercy is, um, mercy is compassion toward the guilty, toward the, the flawed, the, the imperfect. When our first impulse is judgment, when we wonder in our hearts if he or she actually deserves my compassion, that's mercy. And mercy is kindness, active, intentional kindness toward people who are hurting, toward people who are suffering, even if they got themselves into that position, even if, even if they brought it on themselves. It's kindness toward people who are hurting and suffering. So I want you to, I want you to picture something with me. A stormy night on a 
curvy, dangerous mountain road. And there in the dark, in the rain, stands a woman. Her name is Mercy. She's been standing there night after night, night after night. <clears throat> judgment used to stand with her. Judgment used to stand right there by her. And judgment would, would holler at those folks coming down the road when they were driving too fast and driving carelessly. And whenever one of them ran off the road, judgment would run down to the wreckage and he'd point his finger at them and he'd say, I told you so, and he'd chide them and he'd belittle them. And, and judgment finally realized nobody was paying him any attention and he wasn't making any difference. So judgment, go, he, he, doesn't go out there. he doesn't go out there anymore. He just stays home and watches TV and fusses about folks that, that get themselves in a mess. But mercy, mercy's there every night in storm and the wind. So tonight she stands there, she's wet and she's cold. But she sees in the distance the headlights of a car headed toward her. And the car is driving rather erratically, swerving dangerously on that narrow mountain road. When the car gets close enough, she sees that the driver is distracted, perhaps by the music, maybe by the rowdy passengers in the car. And maybe she looks, maybe he's been drinking. And she... She's standing at the most dangerous curve in the road. And so she waves her arms and she waves her arms in warning. But they don't heed her warning and they take the curve too fast and they, they run off the road and the car tumbles down the side of the mountain. And mercy, mercy slides down that muddy mountain to the wreckage and she does, she does what she can. She attends to the hurt, calls for help. And then she pulls and drags herself back up to the, to the road where she stands. And here comes another car driving too fast. And she waves her arms in warning and cries and pleads for them to slow down. Mercy's there every night. She's tired. She's sad. She's bruised. But mercy is undaunted. Mercy won't give up on people. And mercy won't quit, as discouraging as her role is. Mercy won't, won't give up on those knuckleheads that come too fast around the curb. Blessed, Jesus said, are the merciful, for they will receive mercy.